What is up? Welcome, everybody. I'm super excited for today's session. Um, as you guys know, AI is taking the digital marketing world by storm. Um, we're hearing lots of really exciting things happening with ChatGPT, Jasper, all of these other platforms. And so what I wanted to do was bring on one of the best experts that I could get my hands on in what's happening with AI and how you can leverage it in your agency to drive better results for your clients, to be more efficient, to improve profitability, to be more effective with your copy. And so I'm really excited to have Stefan with us. Stefan, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. So for those of you watching on YouTube, give me a one in the comments if you're excited. Just type AI in the comments if you're excited. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, some of the do's and don'ts, because I think that's important on the front end, do's and don'ts of leveraging AI in your agency. Uh, we've also got a panel on that will be kind of hopping in as we go to kind of interject and add their thoughts and their insights. Uh, so without further ado, let's let's get right into it, uh, Stefan. Like, when you think about agencies using AI, what are the top tools that you're looking at right now? And um, what are some of the do's and don'ts? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a ton of tools coming out. And what's really exciting is we're kind of entering this, this golden era where you'll see new things kind of coming through the pipeline on a, on a near daily basis. So one kind of like meta tool that is really helpful for finding more tools is something called futurepedia.io. So if you've never gone to Futurepedia, uh, I'll put a link or maybe you guys can put a link in the chat. Uh, but essentially, it's a place where it shows you every new kind of AI tool that's coming out. And, and so some of them you'll find to be not that valuable, but you'll also see tons that really are. Um, it's, it's worth taking time to go in there and, and play with them. Uh, I see someone put futurepdf.io. It's, it's futurepedia. Like, oh. um, yeah, no problem. Futurepedia, like kind of like Wikipedia, but futurepedia.io. So going there first and foremost is, is a great start. Uh, you know, some really tangible ones. Obviously, there is ChatGPT, which many people are aware of now. Uh, and, you know, it's really what's cool about ChatGPT is like, you know, it's an interface. So essentially, when you use Jasper or, you know, um, copywriting.ai or any of these other sort of platforms, they're pretty much all built off of GPT and specifically GPT-3. So all that is is a, an AI model from OpenAI. Uh, then ChatGPT is a, an interface to kind of interact with that uh, AI in a very easy, tangible way. Uh, so obviously ChatGPT is great. What I actually prefer and often work out of is something called Playground from OpenAI. So this is the same people who do ChatGPT. Uh, but what is really cool about it is there's a bit more control. So if you, um, you can get to it through your OpenAI account if you have one for ChatGPT. It's very, very cost effective. Uh, like I'm a power user and I got billed like $8 <laughs> for the month and I use it, I mean, an insane amount. Probably. So it's, it's really cost effective. And you can do some cool things in it. Like you can tell it uh, the temperature, which is essentially how creative you want the AI to be. So between zero and one, uh, I usually, the default I think is 0 0.7. Sometimes if I'm trying to be really creative with copy and things like that, I'll go to a 0 0.9. Uh, and you can also tell it a, a maximum length as in like how many, how long the output can be up to, which is actually quite nice because you can tell it, for example, hey, write a 1500 word, uh, you know, blog article with, you know, focused on keyword, whatever it is, and it'll write you 1500 words. Um, so write me 300 word, a 300 word email, 150 word ad, you can tell it very specific stuff and it gives you that actual word count. So really cool. Um, you know, I think it's platform. I have it open, so my computer. Yeah, if you want to share, if you want to share your screen, there's yeah, a little yeah, button right there. Cool. Anything you want to share, take take over. Yeah, that'd be good. Let's do that. That'll make it easy. So let me uh, let me share my screen here. Um, so while he's pulling that up, guys, if you're using ChatGPT or OpenAI at the moment in your agency, type that in the comments for us, uh, just so we can get some in, in comment engagement going. Um, or like, no, if you're like anti. I know some of us in agencies <laughs> like, they can't use AI at all. You know, so just let us know in the comments. ChatGPT, if you're using that. Jasper, if that's like what you're using super heavily right now. Um, platform, if you're actually going in on the back end of ChatGPT. Chat um, or no, right? I want to see a bunch of comments on, on YouTube, especially, or on Facebook, if you're, if you're watching it there. Okay, it looks like your screen's up, so let's keep going. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, so here's, here's Playground as a... Um, 
you know, is an example. So again, if you look at that temperature thing I, I mentioned, that's sort of the level of randomness or creativity that you would want. This is, I would not worry about this too much. Just keep it at what you see here, text DaVinci 003. That's basically the AI model. And then there's that maximum length I mentioned here. So, you know, I'll show you like maybe a live example. Uh, I was playing around with some stuff. So I know a lot of people are doing PPC, for example, right? So I searched like HVAC, you know, Phoenix. And one of the first ads that comes up is 24-7 uh, AC repair and replacement in Phoenix. Call today. Highly trained background check to text. Schedule an AC tune-up today. So, you know, you can do the same thing in chat GPT, but just as an example, if I put that in there and I use a prompt like, Give me three variants of the above PPC ad in the same format as above where there's a headline and the body copy. And I put that in there and uh, I you know, tell it to do it. Like nice. obviously right away, you're just starting to get some additional PPC ads that you could play with. And now I, I put three, but of course the cool thing is I could always go and say, give me 20 variants and it's gonna just go to town here, right? Um, and by the way, the one nice thing about Playground is it's basically never down. Um, like, whereas with ChatGPT, like, I, I feel like it's always <laughs> down and um, it's hard to, you know, they're, they're always experiencing high volume um, of, of people and all that. Uh, with Playground, it's basically like never down. So I'm a big, big fan of Playground. I think some ChatGPT is great too. And, and sometimes I'll, I'll test the same thing in both and it gets slightly different outputs. So it's cool to play with both. But Obviously, you know, this kind of stuff alone is just so valuable, right? Because it's like exponentially more efficient. And I think one thing that that two really important things to think about here from like a, a copy or content side, you know, one is a lot of the magic is in the prompts. So like I was playing with this earlier before the call and I was first I was saying, just give me 20 variants of the above ad. And it kept giving me the, the headline, but it wasn't giving me any um, the follow up, like the, the kind of body line or whatever the second dairy line. So I had to really kind of craft it to say like the same format as above where there's a headline and then body copy. And then it started actually giving me, um, you know, the, the same format. So I think a lot of people come in and play with, you know, prompts and play with, with playground or chat GPT and they, you know, try a couple prompts and don't get a good output. And they sort of feel like, Oh, maybe this isn't that great, but a lot of the magic is in crafting, you know, the, the prompts. And then the, magic is in the, the prompt, second, right? if you ask the bad yes. question, you're going to probably not get the, the stuff you need. Garbage in, garbage out. Right. Uh, and you know, one really neat thing I was talking about with a friend yesterday and um, a way to look at this is it really helps you to actually sometimes refine your thinking or to really clarify your ideas because you might think something's very clear, but if you're not getting the right output, you might realize, wow, you know, I need to be able to phrase this or, or verbalize or express this better. So it's actually really a good, powerful tool for us as communicators in general. And then the second thing I want to mention really quickly is sometimes people will see that maybe some of the outputs aren't good, but it doesn't matter because you got these so fast. Like if only three out of every 20 is good, but you can get like 2000 of them, like you're going to be in a really good place. So that's another kind of mindset thing I think is, is important as well. Super could super expedite your your ideation of of text ads. Like think about it, if you had a full time person that was writing the text ads and then doing testing on which variant is going to drive the better click through rates, which is going to prove the results for the client. Um, this just spit out twenty really solid variations that you could say, I like these five best. Let's add these to the equation for split testing. Um, I love this as an example of like something you could implement right away with uh, ChatGPT and, and start using to get better results for your clients. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, and I've got a, a ton of those. I'm happy to share more. But yes. you know, beyond um, cool. <laughs> I'll do that in a minute. You know, for sure. Um, beyond uh, beyond copy, though, some other really nice tools that that I'm enjoying or, or playing with a lot. One is really neat. It's called uh, Flicky.ai, and I'll, I'll share the. I'll open it so y'all can see it. So uh, F L I K I dot AI. I'm gonna make my screen bigger so. So what's really cool about Flicky here is if I go into my account, we're testing this with a bunch of uh, properties. Oh, of course, I've got a login. So give me a second to do that. Uh, and then I'll show you all what this thing does. But it's really powerful. So I think uh, you'll be pretty impressed with it. Give me one moment here. Um, let's see. There we go. Cool. 
All right, so we're testing it with a bunch of sort of social media accounts, not for you know local businesses necessarily, but basically um, like one of the people helping me is uh, works for like the, does high level ops for the fourth largest pharmaceutical company in the world, and so uh, she wanted to play with this like kind of oncology thing where it's not like um, you're not selling anything, but it's just like news and updates because there's a lot of researchers who get updates there. But we're also playing with like you know investment news, pet health biohacking, um, people who are looking for side hustles. But what's really cool with, um, with Flicky, let me just do a new file and I'll show you here. Uh, let's just say, uh, you know, test uh, AI. If we come into to Flicky, right, basically what you're going to do is you can create videos extremely fast using AI voiceover artists. And I'll turn my headphones off because I want to make sure that uh, you all hear the audio output. So, like, you know, you can use AI, like for again, go back to um, this. So let's say like we had that same uh, prompt as before. And we're going to say like write a 30-second ad script or it's a video ad script, video ad script based on the above. Nice. Right. So it's you just go took ahead. your text ad and you said write me a 30-second script. And now yeah. it's gonna crank out a script. Exactly, and and you know obviously you could do like write me a three hundred word YouTube video ad script. Write me a you know um, an email three hundred word marketing email. There's all these things you can do, and of course we can refine it as well. But you know if we take this as an example, so if I go back into Flicky, I'm gonna copy and paste all that into here. But then what I'm gonna do is like um, actually break it up into a couple lines. So uh, we've got this one, got uh, this one, and then we're going to do this one, right? So the first thing is that we're going to have any AI voiceover artists that we want. Like, so these are AI voices, but what I like this for is, first of all, people are using them, like big multi nine-figure companies are using this because you can test stuff very quickly. So say you want to just test this ad really quickly, right? So You've got this giant bank. By the way, this is like $88 a month for um, up to 600 minutes of exported video, which is pretty significant, right? So that's a lot of video. It's very surprisingly cost-effective, and I don't know, you know, if they'll raise their rates later or not. But for example, uh, I often like like Matthew. So let's uh, go with Matthew to start. I'm going to apply this to everything, and so I have the script. Let me make sure my volume is pretty good, and. Uh, Again, this is not going to be like the most lifelike thing you've ever heard, but we'll talk through it. So, we aren't hearing it, just so you know, in terms of how it's coming out. You are hearing it. We're not. Okay, let me see if there's a, a setting to put audio through my computer because I definitely want you all to be able to hear it. Let's see. Um, Look at advanced options, perhaps. Hmm. Can't hear it, but I can see how this is pretty epic, right? You took a text ad, you said, write me a write me a video script, and now you've chosen a voice, and it's literally creating a video that you could use in, in, in Facebook or on YouTube or other places um, and iterate and be like, hey, I, like find a winner, and then actually, if you wanted to, record a, an actual video behind it. Exactly, yeah. I would love if... Um... Darn it. I'd love for you all to be able to hear this. And maybe if, if you hit settings, right. And then you hit um, audio, right. You might be able to choose an advanced outlook there. Let's see here. I've got audio. I've got the audio outputs for my MacBook pro speakers, MacBook pro speakers. Again, uh, Microsoft teams. That doesn't seem like it would make sense. And zoom audio device. Um, show advanced options, stereo audio output. I could try that. See if that, Nah, if I can, I can't. That's unfortunate, but but it's okay. So basically, even without hearing the audio for people who go play with Flicky, I would say share screen, click share sound audio on the bottom left of the pop-up. Let me try one more time here. So let me stop sharing my screen and try again. Share screen, share tab audio. If I go to window, let's give me that option. You know what I'll do? I'll do I'll try it this way where it says share tab audio and I'll show this flicky one and let's see if this works here. Okay, so let's try it again and see if it uh if it works. Are you in need of air conditioning repair or replacement services in Phoenix? Look no further, we're here to help. Our team of highly trained, 
Background Check Technicians is available 24-7 to provide top-notch service. Don't wait, call us today to schedule an AC tune-up and get your system running like new again. Okay, so, right, it's not like, obviously it sounds a little wonky, but there's gonna be a few tricks we can do. But first and foremost, the idea being here, if I just use Playground and I create like 20 ad variants and I wanna just test them lightning fast, I can plug these in extremely quickly, right? And have, I don't have to get a video production. I don't have to anything. I, I like, and it costs me barely anything. Yep, we're gonna get to video too. Don't you worry, Morality M. But first and foremost, let me show you, right? That's just one option. So again, you've got all of these. You wanna test a male voice for a female voice. You know, we could say, all right, let's do it with, um, like with Nancy here, right? Apply to all of them, hit select. And now, nope, it does video. I'm gonna show you all in just a second, right? So. Are you in need of air conditioning repair or replacement services in Phoenix? Look no further. We're here to help. Uh, eh, I like I like Matthew a little bit more. Matthew's was better, yep. Matthew is better. But again, there's a ton of these voices you can play with. So now as far as video, yeah, check this out, right? We just click on these different, these are all royalty free. So let's do something like um like hot desert. We'll try searching something like that. Um you know, obviously you could look at different different options. Maybe this isn't the best thing to do, but let's just start with a hot desert for this one. We're gonna add that in. Usually goes pretty fast, of course, whenever you're demonstrating something live. Right. It, uh, goes with... Okay, now let's go with like, uh, let's write HVAC and just see what happens. If there's anything with HVAC, no. Um, uh, trust, mm, trusted uh, business. You know, again, we have to, you have to play with like what you're, Right, uh, right thing is here. You know, maybe something like technicians. Uh, so again, I have to play with this to find out. Actually, another thing you can do is actually does AI art too. So you could do like something like, um, you know, uh, HVAC uh, tech mission happy. Let's give it a second here. Yeah, I can do. Air, I can try air conditioning next as well. Give me a second. So, while he's pulling this up, give me a one if you feel like you could, like already, you could see how you could potentially use this, right? You could help it write you better text ads, and then you could use this to create some video uh, variants. Just give me one in the comments. Oh, look at that! We got an HVAC technician. He looks happy. There you go. And that's and by the way, this is not a real person. This is AI made this, which is crazy. Wow. So he literally just said, "Hey AI, make this for me." Right. That's if you can't find the video you want. Boop. There you go. It's pretty cool. And then like, um, maybe like, you know, call us um, uh, happy person on phone. Let's see if we get there from stock video. Uh, let's just put phone call. All right, for now, again, I'm not gonna, I don't take forever on this. Oh, I don't want this, hey, it's Karen. Let's hope it doesn't actually do it. Um, all right, so anyway, let's just see what that looks like now with the video on the right. Again, you can play with this. You can also add custom images, all these other things like that. But, uh, you know. Are you in need of air conditioning repair or replacement services in Phoenix? Look no further. We're here to help. Our team of highly trained, background check technicians is available 24-7 to provide top-notch service. Don't wait. Call us today to schedule an AC tune-up and get your system running like new again. So like that's, not that's bad, pretty right? good in like four minutes flat in a niche that you haven't even like thought about. That, that's 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 impressive. Right. And then there's a few final little cool things you can do. You can export it like, you know, Square for Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can do portrait or you can do landscape depending on where you want to run it. You can also uh, make the subtitles different sizes, different background colors, where you put them. If it shows the phrase or the entire like sentence, all that kind of stuff. And you can do background music too, which I really like. So for example, and this is, I think, I think almost all AI generated background music as well, but it's all royalty free. It's like happy upbeat, let's say, and we'll get a couple of cool options here. Now, again, some of them are going to be cool. Some of them are going to be weird. That's too much. Let's see, child tango. Like that's, that's over the top, but just for a quick example, we'll pick that. I do the volume of saying maybe like 12, 13%. So it's in the background. And then one last time we'll look at- Are the you in need of air conditioning repair or replacement services in Phoenix? 
Look no further. We're here to help. Our team of highly trained. And yeah, you can also upload custom files and all that other stuff. So um, anyway, that's a really neat tool that I'm a pretty big fan of. Um, it's one of the coolest ones because it's just so easy to use. And then you literally just go export. It takes like a couple minutes to export each video. Um, so yeah, big fan, big fan of that one for sure. Very cool. So that's Flicky.ai combined with ChatGPT, but using the the playground to help come up with the with the script for the video in like two seconds flat. Exactly. And again, you could you could also use um, yeah ChatGPT instead of playground, whatever you want. But um, it's pretty it's pretty neat. It's really pretty powerful. Yeah. So that's um, awesome. Yeah. So I really love that tool a lot. Uh, you know, for SEO type of stuff, I know a lot of people are doing SEO. So um, you know, one that is pretty popular that I, I do like is um, Content at Scale, which is a uh, basically like their promise is that it's sort of Google proof because as some of you may know, Google uh, like obviously doesn't like uh, like you know I, I, they're kind of against AI generating content because it's a threat to them. I don't think that. Um, they like, you know, they can't really catch everything, but it's pretty cool. I know I have an affiliate link for content at scale, but it's okay. I don't care if I make the money. I just, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, perfect. Just like that right there. And um, so what's cool with content at scale, I can log into that one there and I'll show you, this is just for my, uh, this, this is a personal account, but I'm using it for a bunch of other like things we're doing too. But essentially you can upload uh, all these keywords right into it. So I've got my list of keywords, for example, for copywriters um, where I got them from like a SEM rush. And there's actually a whole strategy there where essentially if you go into SEO, um, SEM rush, look at like questions or, or keywords, you can sort and essentially find the keywords that are, and I know I'm not sharing my screen, I'll share it in a second. Um, but you can find, um, you know, ones that have high volume and no, or not high volume, but some volume and no competition. So there's all these like kind of longer tail keywords that maybe get 30 to 100 searches, uh, but there's like zero competition for them, and it's really you know easy to rank for for those things as an you know as a result. So if I go back to sharing my my screen here, uh, let's go to window. We don't need sound anymore, so it'll be a little easier. So yeah, if I'm in, and this is just the one I the first one I created, but again I, I've been using it for other properties as well. So I've got my whole list. I just exported a, a spreadsheet in, which you can do right. So like. In this case, it was like, you know, questions about, you know, what is website copywriting, what software, whatever it is. Um, you basically just select that one and say, create a post. It takes a little bit of time, like a few minutes. But if I show you an example of a post that's already created, you know, what's copywriting a guide to becoming a successful copywriter. These are long, you know, long posts, which is good. Google likes it. Uh, and you can optimize from there. So if I, I'll click on it and pull it up and show you all. Uh, I gotta go back a little bit here. You can, uh, you know, select a uh, royalty-free image for it. Uh, it shows you sort of like what it's optimizing for and what you could be optimizing the keyword for. Uh, it gives you basically the table of contents. So you know, other places do. I know Jasper and um, Write Sonic is another good tool, right? Other things do SEO content as well. Their promise, though, is that this is like again, I'm not affiliated with the company. Um, I know the owner, Justin, and and. But their promise is that this is more or less Google proof. And I do know people using this and getting really good results. Um, so, and what's also cool is you can literally just integrate it to like a WordPress website or things like that and just click publish. And it'll actually just automatically publish it to your WordPress site for you. So it's a very quick and easy way to, um, you know, rank for different keywords and things like that. So it's got optimization, uh, you can review it and request a plagiarism scan, all those sorts of things. And then another nice tool to that realm for people who are worried about kind of- That's content. pretty epic right there. Content at scale. Still yeah. like test it, right guys? Like don't start just cranking out, you know, SEO content for your clients. You know, test it, make sure it's clean. But um, give me a one if you think you might be able to use that uh, for your SEO strategy, especially if it's creating these long form, well-optimized articles. Sorry, keep going. I just I like- No, that. no, you're good. I appreciate you. You feel free to stop because I'll just sort of, I'm such a nerd about this stuff. I'll just this sort of- awesome. uh, Hey, give yeah. us a yes in the comments if you're if you're already like enjoying this and getting some good insights. Keep going. Cool. All right, we'll do. I see some some ones, some yeses. Yeah, yeah. lots of ones. Content skill is amazing. And I want to address again. I know some one person mentioned like, oh, for for Flicky, like that can't you know compete with my my video team or my and it's like for sure. Um, so again, the idea is not always like this. Like the 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 huge thing for me is is I call it kind of Skynet syndrome. 
which is where there's this fear that, you know, AI is this like threat to us. And so it's going to kind of, you know, take over. And, and, and frankly, you know, in 20, 30 years from now, there, there's real things down the road that, you know, we can, we can worry about sort of, but as it stands now and for, for really the next five plus years, maybe longer, um, it's really just an incredible tool, right? It, it, it's like a partner. Uh, it's something where we can, uh, you know, it just, it just unleashes more creativity. So I talk about this idea of like kind of like meta creativity because a lot of these things where instead of worrying about specific outputs, now you're like, well, how do I use this in the most effective way and the most efficient way? How do I link these things together? Uh, and it frees up so much of our, it's something like 70% of the calories we eat, like go to, you're used by our brain, right? Our brain, it, it, it burns a tremendous amount of fuel and requires a tremendous amount of fuel. And so using things like AI can just free up our, our, our mental bandwidth to focus on these higher leverage things. And so when you look at it that way, I think it's not about like, oh, wow, people are going to get lazy. They're not going to be creative. Like, it's just like a really cool way to, to test things. So I wanted to kind of, um, you know, point that out. And, and I think it's a pretty important thing to kind of look at there. So. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure if you're seeing the comments, but lots of ones. They're, they're really enjoying this so far. Uh, I think a solid question, or you mentioned it, but I think it's worth readdressing is, you know, does that, you know, does Google flag the content generated through AI? And I know this is a topic that's, you know. Yeah. So Google, Google says that they will, but then they've also said like, well, we can't really, it's hard for us to actually know. Um, even OpenAI like released this sort of thing to detect AI ran content. And everyone got all freaked out and they were then they were like well it's accurate about 30 percent of the time and you're like okay but again so first of all content scale says that they sort of are, are you know it, it's everything's unique and original enough that it's sort of google proof uh and then okay cool nice michael said google just came out today and said ai is okay as long as it's useful that's actually even fantastic that's better news and and frankly i kind of feel like it might go that way because you know, it's like, you can't, it's like fighting, trying to swim upstream, right? There's just no reason. And they're about to, you know, they have their, their barred thing that they just um, launched, right? Like uh, that. So it's like, it would be very hard for them to say, you can't use AI. By the way, we just spent like however many, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars on this AI or billions of dollars. Yeah. Like on, on AI. So um, cool. That's even better to know. Yeah. Bard is the one that they debuted. Their, their stock dropped. They lost like almost a hundred billion dollars in market cap after, revealing uh bard yesterday because it kind of made like a, a bit of a blunder but frankly again this is all good for us as as marketers and and consumers there's gonna there's this ai kind of arms race so you're just gonna see all the big players pushing out these tools making them very cost effective because they want everyone to come in and use them um and so really it's a huge benefit for us the, the environment right now um yeah cool Amazing. so what else? I got a ton of other stuff. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, guys. Uh, one, if you're excited to see what else he's got in store for us, because I know I've seen some legendary stuff from Stefan, and we've just like tipped the iceberg here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's so much more. I'll show another one that I like. Uh, you know, I'm basically going to share a lot of these tools, and then at the end we can always potentially go back to some more prompts and things of that nature. Uh, a pretty kind of simple one, but I think it's really valuable for anybody who's doing social media kind of content and stuff like that for clients is something called Munch, M-U-N-C. So I'll pull that open right now. What's cool about Munch is essentially you can load, you just put a YouTube link in um, or a video link in, I'll make this bigger. Uh, and you're able to, um, it basically takes any longer format, like kind of video content, and it just breaks it up into a bunch of bite-sized chunks that are like 20 to 20 seconds to a minute and a half long. And it kind of writes the post for you with the right hashtags and things of that nature. So you can quickly uh, put it in. So can you give that URL one more time so I can put it in the app. com is like okay. what I'm on. It might redirect you to getmunch.com or something. M-U-N-C-H? Because I can't see it. Uh, yeah, yeah, M-U-N-C-H. Um, so, yeah, for example, if I look at like, uh, you know, a talk I've, I've done, let me open this one here. Right, this is like a 45 minute talk I did about sort of like dopamine and um, like in marketing and all that. So again, all you do is you literally just give it the YouTube. So, which is really nice, right? So if you have a client who's got a YouTube channel or they've got videos or 
you know, and even if, if, or they get featured, featured on somebody's like podcast, or there's like a news article, anything where you can just take a YouTube video and put the domain in, it'll just essentially go through and it just pulls out, you know, in this case, like 39 different clips. And it's sort of like, you know, 30 seconds here, 37 seconds, a minute and 12 seconds. Well, it grabs like bite-sized things you can put up as a short exactly. on YouTube or as an Instagram. Have you, yes. have you found like, how can it find like an intelligent, you know, point of like, here's where it started, here's where it ended? That, you know, that's what their AI is sort of, you know, supposed to be doing. And it does a pretty good job. I, sometimes I'll note that maybe there's like a, it goes on a few seconds too long or something, but it's really easy to edit it. You can just basically go click at it and just sort of trim the video at the end. It only takes a few seconds uh, to do that. And so... Again, what's cool here is if I if I click it, you'll probably won't be able to hear the audio, and that's okay. I'm actually just gonna pause it. But um, right, basically the uh, the TikTok you know post for you, and then it it has like some of these uh like little um, hashtags, and it basically shows you more hashtags. Uh, the death clock one is weird, but that's sort of a marketing thing I was talking about. Um, you know, it does the same thing for an Instagram post, same thing for Twitter, and then I picked these, but you can also when you're uploading it, you can also choose uh, like Facebook or YouTube uh, if you want to do YouTube instead of YouTube shorts, things of that nature. And then if you want to edit it, yeah, it's as simple as just going into the editor and you can just trim whatever you want to mess with the aspect ratio, uh, all that kind of stuff. Like in this one, this was an early one. So like, you know, that obviously the aspect ratio is messed up there, but I can change it and now it's better. Uh, so it's really nice for just repurposing, you know, a ton of content and they're working. I had a call with one of the, or not, I think the founder, which is funny because I basically went through my capacity and then booked a, like, you know, like book a sales call. And I was kind of annoyed, but then ended up being like the guy who was like the founder of it. Cause it's like an early stage company. Um, and so he kind of told me a lot of stuff that they're doing that's in the pipeline and like, you know, they're making closed captions way better. They're going to do these, all these templates where it's like Alex Hormozzi style or different styles. So you can essentially have like uh, templates for these videos and a lot of other neat things. So um, yeah, if you want to just repurpose content, exactly what uh, Colalytics says, it just saves like a, a ton of time. Cause I'm doing that with my, like my reels or, or, you know, doing like shorts and things. And um, instead of me having to go find the clip and whatever, it's like now just, I have like 40 plus options for every single video. Uh, that I do. So I really like this tool quite a bit. It's pretty, pretty cool as well. So again, that's much that's amazing. You think about how much time it takes to like load the video, try and resize it, try and find that piece where it's just going to automatically serve up a bunch of different ones. You go, okay, that one's good. Boom. And now you've, you've saved a ton of time. And that's kind of the theme here, right? How can we be more efficient? How can we be more effective? How can we iterate and roll out faster for our, for our clients and for ourselves and our, and our own agencies? Yeah. I mean, I think the huge thing with, with AI is, is a kind of like, I've been using the frame or the, the term exponential efficiencies mm. because it's sort of like you can just, you're exponentially faster. You can produce exponentially more content um, and then you can do it, you know, exponentially more uh, with exponentially more efficiency because, you know, it, it, and so I think you really have to readjust your mindset on this. And I think it's really important though, because there are a lot of people uh, who are, you know, using these things and, and they're going to have a leg up, but they can, produce copy content ads, you know, 10, 50, hundred times faster than, than you can, uh, you know, that could be problematic, you know, long-term for, for you and your business. So I really think you, you can't put your head in the sand on this. Like you need to be embracing it and, and testing these things and, um, and using them as the powerful tools they are. And if you do that, you're going to be in a good place. So, yeah, and I, you know, just like I've used this with like, here's my Instagram, um, like, so I've, I've been playing for, for some of my reels, just picking random topics. So it'll take a second to look at that. Oh yeah, I went to just reels, like general reels. Uh, so like, you know, let's see, like this was one that's, you know, it's like 3000 views. Um, from, from one that was grabbed from like this yeah. automation, it yeah, just yeah. grabbed it, it's, it found the clip, it added the captions in a cool way. And now you're, you're actually getting legitimate views on the video and yeah, this one, 71, you know, some comments. This one is, was also, uh, from it, you know, 3,600 views. And then this one as well, which has like, you so know, cool. so again, it's just really nice. And of course, sometimes like, you know, some of my ones about AI get, you know, even more like 12, 10, 25,000. So like, you know, it may be, but, but there's, uh, let's be real. I know for me personally, there are days where I'm like, cause I would do before I would just shoot a reel like every day I'd have to sit down and think about what I was going to say. 
uh, go into Instagram and add the captions. And it's worth it because I get a lot of good reach on my, my reels. But at the same time, right, it's like there's days where I just don't have time for it. So now instead of not posting one at all, I can literally just go into like Munch, just grab one, put it up and, oh, no, it only got three or 4,000 views when some of my other ones get 10,000. It's like it's still like consistency and like the presence and all that kind of stuff is really powerful. So, um, yeah, big, big fan of, of that, too. Very cool. Absolutely. So let's see what else again about fire hosing people too crazy. Oh, one other kind of cool tool on the SEO front, I'll just share really quick and the copy front in general is something called Quillbot for anyone who may have used it. What's cool about Quillbot is it's essentially like a, it's like a spinner from like, right. SEO type of a spinner thing back in the day, but essentially it's like a rewriter. So I can put any copy into this and like, so if I go back to our example from before, and I say, uh, you'll write a 500 word, um, actually 400 word, 400 word uh, marketing email from this company to prospective customers telling them to schedule a service appointment, um, be engaging and conversational. Let's try something like that. Oh, whoops. Yeah, I see. Um, so first of all, again, this stuff's just pretty dialed in, right? Like it's it's really, and you might be like, well, that's not perfect. And it's like, okay, cool. So take a few seconds to add whatever you'd add to it, right? Um, but like, it's not not too shabby, right? So once it's finished with this here. You know, say I wanted some variants of it for some reason. I know, I mean, again, obviously SEO is an even better use case, but just because I did this already, I can sort of copy this, put it into Quillbot here, right? And now, or say, for example, say you had a competitor's email and you wanted to kind of like model off of it without fully ripping it off. So I can just sort of go like paraphrase and it's going to basically change it up here. And so in this case, oh, I had it on creative. I don't want creative. Let's go to maybe simple so basically these different modes like standard reliable rewriting let's start let's start standard um so yeah we have now it's rewritten but what else is cool is you see how all these sort of things are kind of hyperlinked right so if you want to say instead of specialists technicians experts professionals right if you want to say instead of um allowing allowing you to enabling so Going back to even that the SEO content and sort of like if you want to make something more unique, you could just take any of your you know SEO content, same thing, plug it in here. Obviously, you may not change like the keywords that you're targeting, but all this other stuff like you can very quickly and easily uh, just like you know change it up. So that's also pretty pretty cool, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple. And then again, hopefully, you all are, are enjoying me, and, I, and I'm not you know overly fire hosing i guess part of this is like just sharing tools sharing things that that you know give them, a, give them a yes in the comments guys if you're still watching you're still getting value i know that i know that i'm listening with rapt attention so keep going we'll just get some comments to let you know yeah. we love this stuff and we're excited to hear about it yeah sounds good okay cool so um another kind of interesting use case for this that that um i know some people are interested in is actually even things around like you know sops and things of that nature so my friend, uh, Chris Guerrero, who's a really smart um, entrepreneur, he, he like runs nine different companies, all this kind of stuff. Like we had a call the other day and we were kind of talking through um, like, yeah, all the, some of the stuff he's using it for around like SOPs, employee handbooks, warning letters, all these sorts of things. So just for your own company, this is like, you know, may or may not be sexy to you, but I think it's pretty cool. So like I would start from my, my agency, like we're working on these, these values. So we've got like the sort of set of values here. Uh, we do everything at an A level or it's an F. You know, we seek efficiencies and not shortcuts. Um, you know, all this good stuff. So what's kind of cool is like if you go back to Playground, a couple of things we can do. First of all, like you can actually this is a really neat trick that you can do for ads and other things as well. And it also works for chat GPT is I can say like uh, I'm going to give you a list of the um, values that are most important to my business. I don't, or let's say, let's say this, do not do anything with this information. Just take a note of it for now. Okay. 
Hmm. I should just say, sure, I'll take a note of it. Okay, cool. So now I'm going to put my these values in. So I'm going to like this. Okay, here they are. Hopefully it doesn't it doesn't do something weird. Noted. Okay, cool, right? So okay. Um, and then maybe like we'll number them too, because they're not from the start. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. So that could say something like, for example, say you had to give a warning letter to an employee, right? Like, okay, like um, like uh Using uh, number, or are you like, um, please write a uh, warning letter to an employee uh, who uh, is not living up to value number three. Have it come from a um, the HR head of the company, right? So as an example here. So essentially, like even just little things like this from HR, like you know, it's sort of like um, it might be a little harsh in this case. So you could always like change it up a little bit. It's funny because my friend Chris was like, "I like it like this. I like it really direct." And I think I'm I'm nicer, so I'm always just sort of like, "It's okay." Um, but you know, you could, and of course, you could try like there's other variants of this prompt you can play with, but just stuff like a warning letter. Um, you could also say something like, uh, like, you know. Use the above to write a, um, an employee handbook for a small business with 10 employees doing $20 million in annual revenue. Now, I got this one from, from Chris Guerrero, so I want to give him credit because I, I thought it was really cool. But like right now, essentially, it's going to write out like an entire employee handbook, and it's going to also include the core values in it, right? So like things like this, again, like maybe it's not perfect, but rather than having, trying to find a template or like racking your brain or all these sorts of things, and it's gonna go on to like benefits, obviously you would change this to make sure it's actually accurate and reflects your company. Um, but like, it's actually pretty, pretty cool, right? And, uh, and honestly, if I take away some of the stuff from above, you can actually have it do even more. Same thing with like, you know, like write um, out the SOPs for hiring a new employee for a marketing agency that uh, focuses on offline local businesses. Uh, well, let's try that. I really think about how to do stuff for like- It's pretty fascinating to think about it outside of just the context if we're gonna use this to write better copy or to do SEO content, but for internal like communication, emails, uh, SOPs, I, I wouldn't have even thought of it for that application, but this is this is awesome. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that I give, again, Chris is really dialing that in. I'm like, man, that's that's cool. So, um, and yeah, so this kind of stuff is really quite powerful. He did another one he showed me was like um, using it, like basically creating an emotional intelligence test, like create a test that measures emotional intelligence that we can give to potential new hires. And it basically created the test and you can be like, all right, how should I rank or score this test? And it'll tell you that. There's just a lot of really, uh, really interesting stuff there. Um, and a lot of times when you have to write this kind of thing, like you have an idea, but coming up with like the, the meat and potatoes of it is hard. And so if you have something like this that can just spit out some, some like the blank, the, the paper's not blank anymore. Now you, you've got like, okay, I can just refine this a little bit and have something I feel good about sharing or putting out. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. I mean, there's so many cool little use cases like this stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. Internal communications, marketing, like I said, saying up there, like pretty much everything. I mean, going back to those values, right? Like if, if you want to write like a, a daily motivational email to like employees or something, be like, write a, you know, a daily, uh, um, a 300 word memo to employees talking about the importance of value number three and making them feel appreciated. And it's like, boop, there it goes. And now you can easily just, you want to, you can have better communication with your team members without having to actually uh, put as much mental effort into it. And you can be like, oh, that's in, inauthentic. But it's like, well, do they care that you use the AI? And I'm sure you'll still tweak it and they'd rather hear from you than not hear from you. So if that's the difference between you sending that out regularly or like not sending it out, you know, it's like, I think I prefer uh, to, to send it out. A really, really interesting one. Ooh, I don't know if I want to. Yes, yes, yes. All right, all right, all right. I barely shared this anywhere. Um, this is a really cool thing. Uh, it's called uh, personal.ai. So hopefully I'm logged in. So basically what, what this lets you do Oh man, maybe I got to go 
give me a second here. I got to log into this one. Uh, While he's doing that, that's the internal SOPs and things like that. Type internal in the comments if you could see how you could use this. And, and maybe you just open up a new application for this that you hadn't even considered yet. Um, internal in the comments while he's getting logged in to uh, personal.ai. Yeah, let us let us know here. I'm going to stop sharing my screen for a second because I got to figure out. Uh, let's see if I can find this one. Um, I know I can, but. So good. So I think I can. If I can't, I feel the little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. I think that's it. So one, one more minute. And then we've right, got, we got about 150 watchers on YouTube. So, guys, if you've got questions for him while he's still live, start getting those queued up, right? Because we've got his, we've got him with us for a little bit here. We can ask some questions. That'd be all about it. Should be, should be almost good here. It's got a two-factor authentication, this one, and you'll see why in a second when I uh, pull it up. So, all right, cool. So let me go back to sharing my screen. All right, cool. So this thing is really interesting. So basically what you can do with this is you can take it and you can create different sort of AI profiles. Like this is for me personally. And, um, but you can do multiple ones, right? So you can also, you can do new AI profiles with like an, an agency or enterprise level account. And then you basically just train it on your data. So you can feed it like, you know, for me as a marketer, I've got, uh, well, go back to SEO, right? I've got tons of like uh, blogs and like blog content. I've got daily emails, I've got YouTube videos. So basically if I look at this, this memory stack here, um, it's sort of taking things from all this different content and feeding it, YouTube videos, um, you know, giving it like articles. And it's sort of just, this is all things that it's learning about me. And by the way, you do own your own data on this. There's like, it's very clear. They don't own your data when you give it this. Um, so like, and then what happens is you create like a chat. So there's this stuff in chat. And, you know, I still haven't fully trained it as much as like I need to, but even for one thing, like, uh, you know, if I start, I'm a, you know, known for copywriting. So it gives you a bunch of suggested stuff, right? Like what is the name of the method you can use to transform your copywriting? Uh, what are the most successful, this is a weird, weirdly phrase, like how many qualities do the most successful copywriters, uh, I know have, how is each step of copywriting system broken down? Let's just try that one, for example. Right. Um, so give it a second here. It's typing, but again, this is typing as me. This is like my AI representation. Because it, it, now it knows how you think and what you would probably say based on what it knows about you and what you've written and what you've published. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So like you know, like like um, how did you first discover uh, copywriting? And we'll see if it gives me a good answer. And again, the more you train it, the better this stuff's going to be. But let's see what it says. Yeah, so like I first discovered copywriting through a chance meeting with my wife, Laura. We were both playing poker in Vegas and got seated at the same table. She told me about her work as a copywriter, and I was immediately interested. And that's true. That's how I discovered copywriting, right? So, okay, so first of all, obviously, interesting applications of this are like cool, it does yeah. have um, integrations. So, for example, I have two masterminds. I have like a business owner mastermind, and I've got like a um, mentorship program for copywriters who are freelancers and trying to get clients. So, especially for that, that copywriter one, it's like I could – put this out as a chat somewhere, right? And then basically people can come in and chat with me 24 seven, knowing that, you know, it's like, um, knowing that's me, uh, but like basically like getting answers on getting clients or copywriting or all these questions that they would waste my time with. I don't mean that in a mean way, but people might want to DM me or all these things. Now it's like, they can just ask, you know, AI step in, right? And like get answers. Um, obviously there's all kinds of chat bots you can do for your clients as well that are AI driven, but it's extremely interesting. But the other really interesting part I realized is like going back to like market research and understanding like your market or your, your demo or, or your, your client's market. It's like you could train them on like the avatar, right? That basically your market is, um, is serving. So you could find like forums, uh, you know, like, like posts, blog posts, product reviews, um, you know, YouTube videos. You could basically create this giant body of data uh, for like the target market that you're going after or that your client's going after. And you could train it on that with one of these like kind of profiles. And then you can essentially chat with like an, like a, a, an AI version of your 
uh, target market and ask it questions and things like that. So like, it's really interesting. interesting, right? Like, you're like really- you, you just program your avatar in and you can get like in-depth um, insights on how they think, what their problems are um, to create exactly. better marketing. Yeah, it's really, really interesting to me because again, it's like, you know, people will create sort of like an, a, like a avatar, like a map or like an empathy map, or they'll create sort of like a, you know, a sketch of like their target market, but it's always like static, right? It's like, here's like, here's the stuff they're interested in. But imagine like basically having one you can chat with and be like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? Like, you know, what are like, and so you can use, you know, open AI and playground to, to get interesting sort of, um, like psychographic research, but like, that's one thing we're playing with is, is this tool. Cause again, if you can sort of chat with it, I think there's some really interesting insights that you can sort of tease out from it. Um, and so, yeah, I figured it was worth sharing that one as well. That, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I love the idea of kind of programming, especially you're putting out a lot of content to think like you did. So like, if you wanted your team to be able to like, what would Josh write in this type of situation, yeah. it can shortcut that process. Um, and even have your own little bot that would like answer pretty close to how you would answer to shortcut your, you know, writing up of, uh, of responses and things. Yeah, exactly. And the more you, you feed it, the more it sort of like it does it. And, um, and so again, I, I spent like a night or two just giving it, I have a ton of published data, so I gave it a good amount, but if I spent, you know, or have a team member or a VA or whoever keep feeding it stuff like this, it'll just get better and better. And, um, you know, it's definitely worth worth playing around with. And, and also this is really early days. So that's the other interesting thing to, to mention is, you know, all this stuff's only going to get significantly better. Like all like going back to those AI voiceovers, right? People were asking, well, how do you make it sound less robotic? Like everyone I talk to who's a founder of one of these companies and, and I'm really diving very deep into it and, and talking to a lot of them, it's like the amount of updates they've got in the pipeline are, are pretty insane. So you're going to see things and there's so much money flooding into this too, right? There's so much like uh, private equity and, and VC money and all of that, that you're just gonna see uh, crazy capabilities. It's sort of like, again, we're, we're in like 1996, 1997 of, of the internet, you know? And people like Netscape came out and everyone's like mind blown, like, right? AOL is gonna be the next big, but it's like, imagine where we'll be. In, There'll be an in- explosion of innovation with this AI stuff in so many different ways uh, in, the, yeah. in the months and years ahead. Exactly, yeah. And then so much of it, for workflows. And then, cause you know, if you think about like SaaS is right, like software as a service, really what they're doing is they're, they're just sort of automating like, like workflows a lot of time. Um, and all what this AI does is the same thing, but it makes it, it's like that on crack. It's like, you know, and this whole, a whole category of AI as a service, right. That's sort of like maybe the next big thing. Uh, cause it's really just similar to what, what software as a service did, but now it's, it's dynamic, it's, it's learning and all that kind of stuff. So it's very, very exciting. So good. Any other really cool things to share? Should we open up for some questions? Yeah, let's let's go to questions. I think. I mean, I could I could ramble all day about this, and and I guess the rambling I... has been amazing, and you've showed some really cool tools. You've showed some really cool insights. Um, I know you've got a lot of content on this. I think you know. I'd love to give you the opportunity to share. Like, if somebody's listening, they're like, "All right, Stefan's next level. How do I learn more about how to leverage this? Like, where can they learn more about you?" And then we'll open up for questions. Yeah, cool. So the easiest thing to do is, um, and I, I got to. I just made this group pretty recently, but we've got 2.4 thousand members, but it's, um, it's called AI marketers and I'll share my screen so you can see the, um, you know, cause I'm sure there's others as well, but basically, um, like just this Facebook group I created with, with two of my business partners, but we're creating some really cool, uh, like prompts, right? Like around psychographic research, copywriting, um, people are like, you know, sharing, like, this is a really cool trick for like ads that's here from Mario. who's one of my partners. Uh, we're talking, someone asked about SOPs here. So uh, this is a cool place to start. You know, I have like an email list and all that kind of stuff. But like, really, if you look, look for AI marketers and just, you know, see this group here, um, you know, go join that. That's a great first step. And, uh, you know, I'd just, just do that, I would say. Um, is, there a, is there a direct link that, that you've got? I think the problem is like, I, I, don't, I haven't created like the actual custom okay. thing I should make. So it's like a bunch of numbers on it. So I can like message it or I can pipe on the chat somewhere. But um, basically, if you go into Facebook, you search for groups. AI marketers, add yourself to that group. That's where you're kind of sharing good ideas and insights on this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I know that's, that's lame, but I can, I can always get you the link for the replay. I can message it to you in Facebook. Oh, that, that's great. And do you have any resources that um, if somebody's like, man, I want to learn how he's thinking about prompts and how I can train my team to write better prompts, or is that something maybe that's in the works? Yeah, we did a really cool one. Um, 
like right now I'm kind of making them where you have to be in one of my like my paid communities. And we're sharing stuff in AI marketers, like you know, like prompts and stuff like that. Um, and then we've got like a our higher higher level mastermind. We're, we're basically I pivoted. It's funny before Chat GPT came out, I was sort of sitting there and I was like, AI is gonna be like the thing. I was it was one of those weird like I'm wrong about plenty of things too, but it was one of those really prescient moments where I'm like, shoot, we need to pivot everything to AI, right? Like and then and then. Chat GPT came out like two weeks later and I'm like, oh, thank God I made that decision, <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, so, you know, we're covering a lot of the, the, the communities, which I, I talk about in there. Um, but really, yeah, that, that group's a good good kind of first place to start. Cool, 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 cool. So yeah, guys, jump in there, get more insights. I know Joe Graysbury's on with us. He's got like two minutes left. So Joe, did you have something specific to share or like some, some feedback you wanted uh, from Stefan? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, exercise some some caution or just make that suggestion because, you know, for clarification, you know, Google said yesterday, and uh, I'm actually reading off my notes here, um, they said that they'll reward high quality uh, content, however it's produced, but they weren't just giving the go ahead to, you know, just go ahead and just, you know, spam your sites. So uh, an important point, they're asking now that if, uh, AI was involved in the uh, content production process that they want you to be transparent and explain why it was used. Mm. So the only AI content they actually gave the okay for was uh, auto-generated sports scores, weather forecasts and uh, transcripts. And that's it. So, so for me personally, you know, like I mentioned, I'm going to exercise, uh, you know, caution. And when it comes to future proofing, uh, you know, for me, moderate to heavy use, uh, you know, I think it's going to be devalued. So, but, you know, once again, for me personally, I was mentioning to Josh right before here, I was using ChatGPT. Um, you know, I think it's great for local and other types of items. You could do some quick research and, uh, you know, for example, entities and statistics, you know, local statistics, and you could optimize your content with that. But I just wanted to... Uh, you know, to, to mention that. The voice of, the voice of caution, <laughs> SEO content hero, making sure don't just go you know, crazy with this. I appreciate it. I know you got to hop. So thanks for being on here and thanks for sharing that, that with us. Um, let's see, guys. If you have a question and you're in the room right now and we got a couple of you, like raise your hand or a comment, Lynn, Herman, any of you guys, if you have something you want to ask or share. Otherwise, put your questions in the comments and let's see if we can get um, some, some great answers here from, from Stefan. See any hands raised? Any questions in here? There's a, I've seen a good amount of questions come in, I think, on the, yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, all AI content is plagiarized because it's programmed and pre-existing. Right or wrong? Boss agency wants to know. Uh, you know, as far as I would understand it, that, that is wrong. Um, it is not. It is, it is generative AI. So it is generating unique answers and it's predictive. So it's basically predicting based on your output and what it knows, what, the answer should be, and not just the answer, but each word in like a sequence. Um, but it is it is original. It is generated uniquely. Uh, you know, tied into that, I saw another question about kind of like if five people put the same question, do they get the same output? And generally, the answer is no, but it's very similar. Um, so that is where you know, using something like that Quillbot thing I shared, or looking at maybe adding your own flair to it can be very um, beneficial, but but no, it's not just like programmed canned responses. It is actually generating, you know, unique combinations and things of that nature. That's that's why it's generative AI. Very cool. I'm not sure if this is the question you were looking for though. Is there is there a concern that we all start to create too repetitive and not valuable content through AI tools? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I, I, I think there's a bit of a concern and I think like, I think right now in the short term, you see a race for like volume and like quantity, right? And, but then pretty quickly because of that, it goes back to quality winning because if everybody can do a ton of quantity, uh, then it goes back to like, okay, like, well, how do we sort through the noise? And in fact, you'll need to have even better content and be even higher quality than before. But I think AI is still a really powerful tool to do that. It's just going to be the, the age old story of kind of, the lazy marketer versus the not lazy marketer. And I think if you just sort of are a little bit less lazy, you'll be in a really great uh, position. But yeah, there definitely is a bit of a danger of, of 
of that, but I think it's, it's circumventable by just focusing on quality in addition to quantity. Good answer. Good feedback there. Let's see. Syed's asking uh, for workflows. Can we create if slash else conditions too for our prospects? I just need a little more clarity on that. Yeah, question. I, don't, I don't follow that either. Yeah. Um, Said, if you if you post a follow up there, um, we will definitely try our best to answer it. Just trying to see. Same content, same keyword. AI. Let's see. All right. All right. All right. Let's just we'll do this question and then we'll start to wrap up. Uh, best tool to use for AI generated content for bloggers. Um, if you're going to be doing like, if we're talking about like sort of SEO type of content. Uh, I mean, I really like content at scale. That's probably my, my go-to. Uh, but you know, I think they're honestly all pretty, pretty equal. I like content at scale cause it's very SEO oriented and, and focused. So, you know, whereas like other like Jasper and right Sonic have like those options, uh, you know, content scale is like, like that's like what it's for. So that's probably my, my go-to. Love it. Love it. So I don't see any other questions. Feel free to add them in if you've got them. Um, one question for me, I think that like the fundamentals of thinking about how to come up with prompts, I think is the key to make this work. Um, are you covering that in AI marketer in that group? Is there, is there a program we can join to like go deep with this? I know you've got masterminds and things like for those that are like, I want to, I like, I want the next thing. Should they just join in that group and then personal message you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, so we, we did, I did something called the, the six hour AI sales letter. I heard about that. I heard right? it was really good. Yeah. So it's so how to create like a sales letter. But the thing is really um, the, uh, so it's based on this methodology I have for copywriting called RMBC, but R is research. So really the, the, the whole first sort of like, it was a three-day thing. The first like day and a half was really like that research and psychographic research and really the right prompts to get the right um, kind of outputs to really understand your market and get a lot of copy that's written in their perspective and all those sorts of things. So I, right now I'm like using it as like a, a premium for people who are in either the copywriting program or copy accelerator pro, which is the business owner mastermind. Uh, you know, I may make it available uh, as a standalone course in the future. Uh, I'm testing out being sort of a, a jerk face and making people uh, have to be a part Marvel, of it. Right? Right? You really want it. You really want it. You got to sign up for this like, like, like continuity thing, right? It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we're doing one next week called um, the 30 X copywriter. That's about all short form. So like ads, emails, advertorials, uh, you know, landing pages and, and sort of prompts of that nature. So I know I, I should probably should get like a really cool kind of like, you know, low ticket, like here's a crazy ton amount of prophecy prompts that you can use. I don't have that currently, but I mean, give, give us a one just for market research for Stefan. If you would buy that, if he came out with a, a reasonably priced, here's how to come up with your prompts. Here's the basics. I'm sure we'll get a bunch of ones. So you'll have like, you'll have a C list of people ready to buy it. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I don't have the link up for 30 X yet. Cause I'm, I'm really focusing on my, it's hard. I'm in this weird balance of like, like I'm really trying to focus on, on my agency and my, my masterminds, but I also do want to share this stuff with other people. I don't want to be the gatekeeper. I'm, I'm pretty big on like over deliver like Frank Kern's like it's the, the old give people so much value that they, they want to keep buying from you trick. Right. And so it's, um, it's kind of that. So yeah, really if you get in that AI marketers group though, I'm going to, I'll mention the 30 X thing in there and I'll have a link for that and, and stuff. So um, yeah, that's a great place where you can, you can grab that. Awesome. Well, this has been great. I mean, I know I took away some, some great insights on how we can use AI, some different thoughts around leveraging AI, not just like to write copy or SEO content, but also to use it to create internal copy and to write text ads and even to create video scripts and actual videos that you can have pretty much automated. Um, some really, really cool shares. Um, any last piece of wisdom that you'd like to drop on the group? Um, again, digital marketing agencies, you know, six and seven figures looking to be more efficient, looking to scale and serve their clients better. I would just say, and I kind of brought this up before, but but my my thing right now is that it's almost it's gonna sound funny, but embracing the power of short-term thinking, which seems weird because we always talk about like long-term thinking, right? And, and short term is always bad. But I think the way we have to look at this is because as you dive in with AI and you start hearing like, oh, this new thing's coming out and this is gonna maybe this will replace everything and, and you can get kind of freaked out and almost overwhelmed. But I think, you know, you have your long-term vision for your agency, your brand, your company, 
you know, yourself, you have your principles and values, which are pretty static. Maybe every 10 years you update your values and see how they've changed. Um, so those things are long-term. We're not saying to not have long-term vision, but I think you also have to adapt more of a short term, like, like, like have agile lean sprint type of uh, mentality for a lot of these things, because with AI, what you can now accomplish, you know, in three months, something that may have taken you three years before. Right. Or like, even for me as a, a copywriter and I do long format stuff, like things that would take me eight weeks, I do in two days now. And so when you look at it that way, you really have to shift. Uh, I think if you, if you have like an AI first mentality for a lot of these things and you really shift your mindset about timelines, it's almost like you really need to recalibrate. But I think the ones who do that are going to come out pretty far ahead. So I would really recommend, you know, embracing sort of short-term thinking around these applications in addition to pairing that with your long-term vision and values and things of that nature. I love that. Get, get ahead of the curve, right? There's going to be a, a quantum leap in innovation in this space. And so the digital marketing agency owners that are embracing this and not resisting it, that are researching, right, really learn how to use these tools, test these tools, start getting your team leveraging this and all of the different aspects of your agency. Uh, you'll be ahead of the competition. You'll be able to do things that the average agency won't. Um, you'll be able to stand out from the competition. You'll be able to drive, drive better results while being more efficient. Um, I saw this is the call to be on the front of the curve instead of behind the curve in your digital marketing agency. Uh, Stefan, this has been great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, those of you still on, we've still got hundreds of people watching live. Uh, type one in the comments if you got value, um, just so Stefan knows how great this was. And then jump into his Facebook group. He's a wealth of knowledge. He's on the cutting edge with this stuff. He's rolling out new information. It's AI marketers. Um, if they want, if they want another channel, like are you on Instagram? Should they follow yeah. you somewhere else as well? Yeah, you can um, at Stefan Georgi on Instagram is a great place. Um, I do have a, I have a cool research module, right? If you want to be on my email list, which is really strong, like basically my email list, I will. If I have something to promote, I'll promote it. And then when I don't, I'll just write value bombs. And uh, so if you go to SPG, my initials, dot fun, like I'm having fun, forward slash research, like I'm researching something, um, basically it's an opt-in and then it'll give you a whole research module of 23 psychographic research questions that I use for copywriting and marketing. It's really valuable. Uh, it's part of like a $997 course, but you get it for free and you're on my email list. And uh, again, I've got... Like it, it's, you know, my open rates are like 50% plus on my open, on my email list, stuff like that. Cause it's really, uh, you know, pretty, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's good stuff. It's not like it, it, people who are on it love it. Like I get great responses and all that. So if you want to be on the email list, uh, that's a great place to go as well. And guys, if, if this session was any indication of how Stefan operates, then you can rest assured it's going to be high value content that he's rolling out in that group and in his email list to so jump on this, get into Stefan's world. Um, again, thanks so much for being here. And uh, I think we will we will wrap today's session there. Cool. Great stuff. Thank you, Josh. Thanks so much, man. Talk to you guys later.